Let's turn our Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter number 3. Ecclesiastes chapter number 3. We're going to read from verse 1 all the way to 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 from verse 1 to 8. The Bible says that to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant, a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. Hallelujah. Bible says that there is a time and a season for everything. I am sure if you go outside, it feels like spring entering into summer. Isn't that right? And the way we dress in, um, in summer season is not the same way we dress in winter. If you dress as if you are in summer, on the coldest night of winter... You will not be happy. Uh, I don't know whether you understood what I said. I want to talk about the wisdom of understanding the seasons and times. The wisdom in understanding the seasons and times. It's going to take us a while to, to get this done. I want to take my time today and lay the foundation. Is that okay? And then we'll, take, we'll, we'll go through. Can you increase me a bit? We, 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 we know from scripture in um, Genesis chapter 8 verse 22, it says that to every season, every time there is a season while the earth remained, seed time and harvest, springtime and summer, winter and summer will not, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night will not cease. While the earth remains, seed time, harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. So we know that the seasons are in cycles. Am I talking to somebody? I'm trying to lay the foundation. I hope you are paying attention because if you don't get the foundation, you will not get this, the message right. I started by saying, saying that everything has a purpose to every season there's a purpose isn't it there's a purpose for that season and then we are saying that while the earth remains the seasons are in cycles amen, amen. seed time and harvest winter and summer cold and heat night and day shall not cease is in cycle you know, it, it is wise to know the season that you are in. 
to know how to operate in the season that you are in. The, the Bible says in uh, Acts chapter 1 verse 7, Jesus talking to his disciples says that it is not for you to know the times and the seasons that God has ordained. It is not for you to know that the times and seasons which God has ordained in his own authority. Which means that we don't know the times and seasons. I, I, I don't know whether you, you got me. We don't know. Jesus is saying that even though we just read in Genesis 8.22 that the seasons and times are in cycles, Jesus is saying that we don't know the times and the season. We know, I mean, that when it's summer, we know it's summer. When it's winter, we know it's winter. When it's spring, we know it's spring. When it's autumn, we know it's autumn. But we know that we, sometimes we don't know the times to, 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 to pluck and the time to sow. The time to throw stones and the time to gather stones. The time to embrace. The time to refrain from embracing. The time to uh, lose and the time to gather. We, are, we, we don't know the time. Sometimes we operate in, outside the season. Because we don't know the times and the seasons. In 1 Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 12, 32, the Bible says something about the sons of uh, Issachar. These guys, the Bible says, are you in 1 Chronicles 12, 32? And the sons of Issachar had an understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. Amen. Amen. The sons of Issachar, they knew the, the, the time. They knew what to do at the time. Amen. And because they knew the times that they were in, they were able to teach, they were able to uh, give instruction to their fellow brethren for them to do things. Are you with me? When you manage to know the times and the seasons that you are in, you do better in life. Am I talking to somebody? When you know the times and seasons that you are in, you, you run, you, you gather more, you do better, you, you, you achieve more with, with little struggle because you know the times you are in. For instance, if there is a time to, to harvest, you don't just go with uh, your flip-flops into the, 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 the garden and pick a few um, tomatoes and a few uh, peppers and garden eggs. Is it, is, do you do that? Because this is a time to gather in. So you go with baskets and, and uh, sacks and stuff to gather as much and as many as you can into the storehouses to store them. Because it's the time for harvest. If it's a time to sow and you go with sacks to try and harvest, you go and you'll be disappointed. Are you, are you getting it? Because we don't know the times and seasons. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1, the Bible tells us something. He's trying to compete with me in preaching. Are you there? First Thessalonians 5, the Bible says, 
But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. So, what we have said so far, we know seasons and times are in cycles. It will never end. We know that um, Jesus is saying that it is not for you to know. Paul is saying that the times and seasons, they creep up on us like a thief in the night. Chronicles is saying that the sons of Issachar, however, they knew the times and the seasons and what to do. Amen. Amen. The first thing I want to submit to you is that when you don't know the times and seasons that you are in, your purpose will be defeated. Can I say that again? When you don't know the time and the season you are in, your purpose will be defeated. Uh, let, me, let me try and break it down a little bit so you can understand. How many know that there is something called the flower of every young woman's age? Flower of the age. Have you heard that, that before? Tell me up a bit. What, what is the flower of the age? The flower of the age is the time that the, 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 the lady blossoms and becomes extra attractive. And, and if that lady becomes so proud and it's like when uh, suitors come in and because he, she's getting so many attention, so much attention from different guys and uh, I don't like this one, I don't like the tall one, I don't like this one, I don't like this, I don't like that. The, the, the girl will not realize the time that that season passes. And they will still think that they are in their season when the season has passed. Amen. Can you understand what I'm saying? And, 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 and you see, for a young man, for a young man, you are preaching, you are preaching. For, for, I don't know what you heard. Okay. For a young man, let me go to a young man for gender balance purposes. Before, before, I'm not emphasizing, I finished that point. Listen, for a young man, you think that your strength will remain forever. And as you become strong, and you are doing things, and you are doing things, and you are doing things, you think that the strength is the same way forever, and, and you don't realize that the strength is the season of your strongest has passed. And in your mind, you still think that you are strong. In your mind, you still think you can do things. Until you, in the bed, you just tend, and then something goes, then you go. <laughs> then you begin to. Uh, I don't know whether you, you know, you, you begin to, uh, listen, 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 uh, why are you trying to spoil my message? 
Listen, 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 listen. Have you, have you heard of a, a, a lot of elderly people falling every time? Do you know why they fall all the time? They fall because their mind tells them that they can walk. Their mind tells them that they are strong. When they go into the bathroom, the mind tells them that they can scale the bath. You know, but the physical season of being able to lift your leg and everything is gone. Are, are you with me? That is how come a lot of elderly people fall all the time. Because they are not able to judge the times and the seasons they are in. Are you with me? But the ones who are able to understand their times and seasons and purpose are the ones that do well. Uh, are you getting what I'm saying? So I, I want us to have that wisdom at this time of our age to understand the purpose and the times that we are in. So I'm going to share a few thoughts with you very quickly. And then my, they've taken all my time this morning. So I'm not going to complain, however. First thing, if you don't know what time it is, you will not know what to do. Number two, if you don't know what to do, you are probably doing the wrong things. And probably also you are doing the wrong thing with the wrong people. I say if you don't know what time it is, you are probably doing the wrong things. And you may be doing that wrong thing with the wrong people. Number three, when you don't know the season and the times, then you don't know what to do. So, all I'm saying is, I've, I think I've explained all the things I'm saying already, so I'm just giving you the, these points to, to think about them when you go home. So, number one is, if you don't know what time it is, you will not know what to do. Number two, if you don't know what time it is, you are probably doing the wrong things, and probably you are doing it to the wrong people. Number Four, if, number three, when you don't know the seasons and the times, then you will not know what to do. Please write quickly because I'm not repeating again. Because I don't want to keep you here till two o'clock. Number four, if life is measured in time, then time wasted is life wasted. Should I say it again? If life is measured in time, then time wasted is what? Life wasted. So as you are sitting in front of uh, season four of uh, Game of Thrones and sitting and watching season one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of... Um, Suits. It is not just time that you are wasting. It's your life that you are wasting. Are you with me? Because life is measured in time. So when you waste time, when you say, when you, have, have you heard this, somebody say this, don't waste my time. Have you heard it before? What you are actually saying is that don't waste my life. Because the waste of time is the waste of life. 
Amen. Number five. Time without purpose is life without meaning. Some people have all the time. But they don't have purpose to that time. So their life is meaningless. We measure our brief interaction on earth in time. Isn't that true? And time is a brief moment in eternity with measure. We measure our brief moment in life. We measure it in times. And time is a brief caption of eternity that is measurable. Mm. Are you with me? I I believe this is a thinking church. Is this a thinking church? We dance and everything, but but we think. I was saying to somebody the other day that my church has a very high level of number of intellectuals, PhD students, uh, what do you call it, graduates and everything. So I can't be stupid. (laughs) And I can't give stupid, uh, what do you call it, examples. Because people are thinkers. So I need you to think through what I'm saying. Is that all right? So, you see, life is eternity that has been captured in a brief summary. Are you you getting it? And what we do in time or what we do in life is a rehearsal of eternity. Uh, do Do you understand? So, what we do in life is preparing us for what we'll do eternity. So we cannot afford to be stupid in life. Because being stupid in life will mean a dress rehearsal of stupidity eternally. Jesus said a story. He said that the the barn of a rich man brought out so much uh, produce and he said to himself, so, and he so said, "Mm mm-hmm. And he said, you have gathered so much in your barns and so much to store up and to use for many years. Now, take your ease, sleep, and rest. Because you have so much, you have gathered so much. And he just was told, thou fool, today your soul will be required out of you. Because he was in season, he was in time, but he did not use it for the right purpose. Hello? Because the rich man that I've just described thought that the purpose of time was to gather produce, to eat, continuous eating. Most of us, we gather food. Our, our life is about get money, get labor money, for labor, labor for food, labor. you know, clothes and shelter, labor. and be happy. The more houses I have, the nice, the biggest boat and the yacht that we have, you know, summer homes and everything, then it means our life is complete. No, there is a bigger purpose for your life than that. Uh, are you, are you there's a big, there's a wider purpose of your life. Brother, are you okay? 
He was in the, in the message. God created time and puts us in that him, but he himself is not in time. God has created time and has put you and I in time, but God is not in time. Uh, I don't know whether you are, the way you are looking at me, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I told you I'm laying the foundation. I don't know whether you are with me. Are, are you okay with me? Talk to me so I know you are. You see, God is out of time. Man is in time. That's how come dealing with God sometimes is frustrating. And it's, it's a bit complex. Because before God knows, God is in eternity. Man is in time. And God creates man knowing with the benefit of eternity. Do you get it? So he knows your end from your beginning. And he knows your middle. The, the Bible says that God created Adam and Eve. But before he created Adam and Eve, he had made, uh, he had made a, a, a leeway for man, Adam, to sin. By bringing the blood. So the blood was in existence, according to Revelation uh, 12, it was in existence, 11, 12, it was already in existence before man was created because he knew, God knew that man will, will falter in, in time, in the middle. And so he made a plan for Jesus to come and die for us, you know, it, it, all before we knew it. So before you were created and formed and everything, God had already gone through your time, beginning, middle, and end. Have you, have, you ever, have you ever had a feeling that you have lived this way before? They call it deja vu. Have you, have you ever had that before? It's like you ask yourself, no, I, I, I know this, this, this room, I've been here. This situation, I've been in, in it. And you can almost tell how you are going to get out of it. Because God had already visited you with that thing before it happened. Are you getting it? So before time, before time, he, he, he knew what he was going to do. So you see, your life is not an accident. God has created your life and he has put seasons for you to fulfill certain purposes. Nobody is here by accident. Everybody here has a purpose. I tell your neighbor, I have a purpose. I have a plan. You, see, you may not know your plan, but there's a purpose to your life. Amen. Amen. And it will be a shame and a tragedy that you don't achieve the purpose that God has for you before you check out Psalm 90, verse 1 and 2. Lord, you have, been dwell, you have been our dwelling place in our generation. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever, you, you had formed the earth and the world. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Amen. Amen. Bible mentions, Bible tells us that he had, before the, the, the things were created, the earth was formed, he had already come in and done what he was going to do. Amen. In Daniel chapter 2 verse 21, it says that he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise 
and knowledge to those who have understanding. Hallelujah. He, he reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the dark and light dwells in him. No, no, no. I want just 21. Just 21. Give me 21. He changes the times and seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. What does he give the knowledge and the wisdom to the wise for? To fulfill purpose. Amen. They are giving that to fulfill purpose. And we just read that to every thing, there is a season and a time for every purpose. Amen. There's a season and a time for every purpose in life. Amen. Now, can I give you a little Bible school? Just a, a, a five minutes Bible school course on the dispensations. There are seven dispensations that man is going to live through or has lived through. Seven dispensations. The first dispensation is the dispensation of innocence. See, God works in cycles, in seasons. And, and the dispensations, if you like, are seasons. All right? So the first dispensation is the dispensation of what? Innocence. Innocence. This one is from Genesis chapter 1 through to chapter 3. When man was formed, God created the heavens and earth and all that. It was the first season, <clears throat> was the season of innocence. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Season of innocence. Number two is a dispensation of consciousness. That's from Genesis 3 to Genesis 8, 22. This was a time that man was so full of sin and were doing all that they wanted to do and God just kept quiet looking at man until Noah entered the ark and there was flood. So that was the dispensation of consciousness. Now third dispensation so this, this particular Noah's period and it lasted for 1,656 years. You can check it. So the heavens were shut. Every man could do whatever he wanted to do and God said nothing. It's all in your Bible. The third dispensation was the dispensation of human governance. where humans were governing themselves. Then the fourth dispensation was the dispensation of promise. That's from the call of Abraham to Exodus. When God was promising the people in captivity that he was going to give, take them to their promised land and a land flowing with milk and honey and all that. All right, how many have you got? The fifth dispensation was the dispensation of the law. Somebody say the dispensation of the law. 
Now, the dispensation of the law was from Exodus chapter uh, 2, 3, all the way to Acts chapter 2. So, God was relating to man according to the law. Then the sixth dispensation is the dispensation we are living in now. The sixth one is what we are living in now. It's called the dispensation of grace. So the dispensation of grace started from Acts chapter 2. And we are still living in it. It's the dispensation of grace. Amen. Amen. Everybody's quiet. I don't know whether. So we are living in the dispensation of the new covenant uh, uh, of Christ's blood. His grace covers our sins, but shall we sin because grace abounds? Then the last dispensation will be the dispensation of the millennial kingdom. This is the dispensation after the rapture. How many know about the rapture? Okay, so from the dispensation of grace ends at the rapture. Then the dispensation of the millennial kingdom begins after the rapture. You know, if you read the Bible, it talks about the Antichrist. Have you heard of the Antichrist? Have you heard of the tribulation? It's going to go on for a number of years. The Antichrist will rule. And then at the end of that millennia, or in the middle of that millennia, Christ, Jesus will come back with all of us who have lived in all the six, the seven dispensations who have died in Christ, who have been to heaven. Now, I'm going to say something that will shock you. Are you ready for it? Hold your neighbor tight because I'm coming to say something that will really, really shock you. It will, it will actually blow your, your theology away. Uh, uh, you're holding each other very well. I'm just about to blow all your theology. Everything you know about Christianity, I'm going to destroy it in two, min- in two seconds. Are you ready? Are you ready? Now, are you ready? Okay. We were not made for heaven. You and I were not made for heaven. We don't, it's not about living a life to please God and end up in heaven. That is not in itself what man was made for. The Bible says that in Genesis chapter 1 verse 20, let us make man in our own image and let him have dominion over the earth. So we were made to have dominion over the earth. Are, are you with me? So when we go to heaven, we are just going to join the angels to worship God, to practice and to be trained properly to come back to the earth, to actually exert our rightful position of do, having dominion over God's earth. And I saw the new Jerusalem descending from heaven onto the earth. And we are going to rule on the earth. 
Remember Jesus was giving a story. He said that uh, the, the, the servant that was a faithful, good and faithful servant, you have been good and faithful over little things. Have, I'll make you ruler over many cities. Are you with me? Are you with me? Because what man was made for was rulership. So you see, what we are doing in time and in the purpose that we are in now is to prepare us for the real eternity. Uh, Are you understanding it? Are you understanding it? So you see, if we don't understand our purpose and our time, we will not do well. My time is up. But I want to give you the, the, the difference between understanding and revelation. And I'll continue next week. Is that, is that okay? Because there's a difference between understanding something and having revelation. In, in the church today, we like to understand a lot of things. But we don't like to have revelation. Is that okay? But, but you need, uh, revelation is more powerful than understanding. Okay. Are, are you okay? <laughs> I don't know whether you are okay with me. All right. Few things that you need to know. Information number one. I'm going to give you, I'm just going to read them to you and then we'll be gone. Information may change your thinking. You see, when you go to school, you are given information. And when you, you receive information, you use information very well, you graduate as a doctor, an architect a lawyer, a teacher, a nurse. I see, I see Seth preaching one day. And, and I see God blessing him with a harvest full of sets. I don't know where you'll be able to preach. <laughs> so, hmm. Maybe he's the one going to start CICC in Ghana. I don't know. So information challenges your thinking, but revelation changes your lifestyle. Have you ever known of anybody who's had a near-death experience or died and came back to life? That person's life is different. Are you with me? That person doesn't live like the way they used to live before that experience. Because now they've had a revelation. When somebody, somebody dies and comes back to life and he starts talking about heaven and everything, after that, the person's life is different. You call them mad, but they've had a revelation. Number two, information may alter your conversation, but revelation will change your character. The reason why we are still struggling with our character that we have is because we haven't had the revelation of Jesus Christ and salvation as yet. Number three, revelation will change the manner in which you see life. 
and how you process information. See, when you have a revelation, it changes how you see life and how you process things. Revelation will cause immediate shift in attitude about your situation. Sometimes when you, when you get, um, you go to the doctor and you are told that you have two, two, two months to live. Immediately you receive a revelation of how brief life is. Uh, are you with me? Immediately you stop doing some things. Going to work to get a few extra pounds and doing overtime instead of being in church, will not be a priority. If you don't take care, you'll be in church even when the church is not having service. How many know what I'm talking about? And it's just because the, the doctor has, revealed, has given, enabled you to see that life is very short. And for you, your life is only two months left. Because we haven't received that revelation, we understand it, but it hasn't changed our behavior. So understanding is not as powerful as revelation. Because revelation changes you, changes your character. Understanding doesn't necessarily change your character. Hallelujah. Are you with me? When, when, when <laughs> when is that church? I really miss him, you know. <laughs> Where was I? That, that that's the only trouble I have with him because he just throws me off. What was I saying? Isaiah 46, 9 and 10. Isaiah 46, my time is over, isn't it? Okay. Isaiah 46, 9. Remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning. And the... Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times. Things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Amen. Amen. Let us pray for revelation. Amen. Let us pray that God will be revealed to us. Amen. You know, um, the wisest man that lived said, remember now, Thy creator. Is it Ecclesiastes 12? One and two. Remember now your creator in the days of your youth. Was it Paul that said that teach us to number our days so that we may apply our hearts to wisdom? The Psalms, isn't it? Teach us to number our days. See, when we number our days, immediately re revelation comes. 
then we apply ourselves to wisdom so that we practice properly for the real eternity. I've said this in the past, that those who have done exams and have failed, and they were really, really surprised that they failed, when they are given the opportunity to write the exams again, the way they prepare, it's not like the first time. Students, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> because now you have received revelation that this exam is not for children. If you joking, I really feel sorry for our uh, the, the, the times we live in now with all the, what do you call it? Uh, internet and social media and uh, your phone is going peep, 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 and trying to study. You know, in our days, it was not like that. There was nothing like internet. There was nothing like social media. There was no phone. We didn't have, if we want to make a phone call, you have to go downstairs, cross the street, walk towards the red box, put some coins in and go, and then the rain will be falling. You can't talk for long. You have to go back to study. But these days, it's not like that. So we get distracted. So sometimes you need a revelation. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so, in short, we have started working on a, on a journey to understand the seasons and the times and how we need to apply ourselves. We'll look at the seasons that young people are in. We'll look at the seasons that older people are in. We'll look at the seasons that will cover all of us and what we need to do. Are you with me? For instance, when you are a young person, the season of your life must give you the wisdom to serve God passionately. In the days of your youth, your passion must be extra. That is why I come uh, uh, doing, having all night, being in church all the time. You never get tired of doing things in church because that's the purpose of the season that you are in. Because the Bible says that for the days are coming, put, put uh, Ecclesiastes 12 on, for the days are coming when you have no pleasure in them. Remember now your, your creator, before the difficult days come, when he, the years draw near, that you say, I have no pleasure in them. Because when you are old, you old people want to serve God. Do you know old people really want to serve? Have you not realized that older people go to church more? They go more, but they are no good. Because they don't have any, any, uh, anything to give, really. Because life has taken everything. All their juices are gone. So for us, that the juices are not yet gone, this is not a time to give your juices to Slippery Sam. This is not a time to give your juices to all things that don't matter. Hallelujah. Having five boyfriends, having three, three girlfriends, 
in school, four girlfriends at home, and then seven girlfriends out. Please don't use that name, Billy One. I've been warned that I have to stop. It, we only, can only use Billy One for good examples, not bad examples. <laughs> you have to be in church all the time. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we are going to go through the seasons and we will learn. Like the sons of Issachar, we want to know what to do at the season that we are in. How many are going to be part of this journey? Rise to your feet. Let's go home.